Good morning, good morning, brothers and sisters. Buenos dias, Iglesia. My name is Marcel Hall. Your name is Marcel Hall. Your name isn't Marcel Hall, but uh, mi nombre no es Marcel Hall. As usual, we like to have some fun when we're up here together. Nos gusta divertirnos cuando tenemos ese servicio. And uh, you know, I love Martin is actually one of my good friends. Yo soy uno de sus mejores amigos. I'm not sure why that, that registers such a response. No, no sé por qué se ríen. Yo soy una buena persona. Persona, you, you're not translating me right. I know that. I know that. I know enough Spanish to know that. I was, I was given my version of things. Okay, okay, all right. And so, me and Martin, you know, he was up here with his wife earlier. Uh, Martin y su esposa dieron la bienvenida. And we're kind of like the, the, the twins, but opposite. Nosotros somos como gemelos, pero opuestos. And so Martin obviously is a Latino with, with an Afri African-American wife. Martin is Latino y su esposa es Afroamericana. And I'm uh, obviously a black man with, with a Latina wife. Yo soy un hombre Afroamericano con una esposa Latina. And so when we would go out and hang out sometimes. Cuando salíamos como parejas a, a reunirnos. You already know. Ustedes ya saben. We go out to places and they tend to think that I'm with Tina and that Karina's with Martin. So salíamos a cenar y pensaban que Marcela estaba con Tina y yo estaba con Karina. That's obviously not the case, but, but we've come to appreciate eso it. Eso no es el caso, pero nos divertimos con eso. And so we are uh, going to attempt here to uh, have a good time in the Word of God. Amen. Vamos a intentar tener un tiempo con la Palabra de Dios. Let me uh, grab this here for a second. All right, there we go. All right. And so we uh, started a couple of weeks ago uh, really focusing on this theme of becoming what God created us to be. Empezamos en este tema hace unas semanas de convertirnos a la imagen que Dios nos ha diseñado. And so we're going to continue with this theme of looking at what God wants us to be, but we're going to do a little quick recap so that we can all be on the same page. Vamos a continuar con este tema de lo que Dios desea para nosotros, pero vamos a dar un resumen de lo que hemos cubrido hasta ahora. And so God created us in his image. And so we realize here that God created us to be like him, in his likeness, in his character. Dios nos ha creado en su imagen. Eso significa que Dios nos ha creado para ser como él, como su carácter. And so a couple quick scriptures here that serve as really the basis and theme for our focus. Un resumen de las escrituras que nos ayudan a captar este punto. In Romans 8:29, we won't read it all, but it talks about how God is conforming us to the image of Jesus. En Romanos 8:29 habla como Dios nos está transformando a la segunda la imagen de su hijo. And in the second Corinthians chapter 3, in verse 18, it talks about how the Spirit is transforming us into this image, which is Christ. Y el segundo Corintios habla como el Espíritu nos está transformando a su semejanza. And so we're going to recap here a little bit of, and it would help us to understand the basis of what we're talking about today and moving forward. So vamos a resumir un poco para entender dónde estamos y para entender el resto de la clase. So God created us in His image. So Dios nos creó en su imagen. Jesus is the image of God. Jesús es la imagen de Dios. And now the Holy Spirit is forming us into the image of Christ, which is the image of God. Y el Espíritu Santo nos está formando a la imagen de Cristo. And so we've been talking about what does this look like and how will this take place. Y nos hemos hecho las preguntas, ¿cómo se ve esto y cómo, cómo va a realizar esto? 
And so last week, I think it was last week, we talked about this idea of, oh, well, hold on, what happened here? All right, sorry. Uh, amen. Don't, don't translate that. All right, so <laughs> last week we talked about the idea of becoming holy. Hace una semana hablamos de, la, de ser santos. And we looked at how does that happen. Y hablamos de cómo funciona eso. And that's through relationships and choices. We become holy through the relationships that we have and the choices that we make. La formación de la santidad se realiza a través de nuestras relaciones y nuestras decisiones. And today we're going to be talking about becoming overcomers. Y hoy vamos a hablar de sobresalir. Let's go ahead and let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you that you've had a plan that you have not abandoned. God, that you created us in your likeness. And God, we know that mankind has fallen and we tarnish your image in many ways, but in and through Christ, you have revealed yourself to us. And God, you have given us the example of what it looks like to live in, under your reign and rule in Christ, and we are so grateful for that. But God, not only did Jesus serve as the example, but obviously he brought us near to you through his sacrifice and resurrection. And God, now that your Holy Spirit has been given to those who are in Christ, we see that you are transforming us back into your image. God, to be like you. God, we know we're not becoming you. We're not becoming a God, but we're becoming like you in likeness, in your character. And God, in the things that you desire, the things that you appreciate. And God, we're humbled by that. And God, I pray right now that this morning, Father, that we will again start to become more and more like you. That God, that we will become overcomers the way that Christ is an overcomer. In the name of Jesus, amen. And so first off, we want to see how Jesus was an overcomer. Primero tenemos que ver cómo Jesús fue un vencedor. In John chapter 16, there's many verses, but we just want to look at this one for a quick second. In verse 33, it says this, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. En Juan 16 dice, yo les he dicho estas cosas para que en mí hay en paz. Jesus, en este mundo afrontarán aflicciones, pero anímense, yo he vencido al mundo. Sorry about that, brother. All right. Jesus overcame traps set by sinful people. Jesús venció las trampas de personas con maldad. He overcame demonic forces. Él venció las fuerzas demonias. He overcame doubters, critics, and haters. Él venció a los que lo perseguían y lo odiaban. Which I like to call savior haters. There were some savior haters that he had to overcome. Que odiaban al Salvador. He overcame evil and ungodly temptation. Él uh, venció la tentación y el mal. He overcame betrayal. Venció a través de la... Tra lo traicionaron, pero también él venció eso. He overcame his feelings of wanting to give into his flesh and not fulfill God's will. Fue vencedor de sus propias emociones y tentaciones. And so as you study and look at the life of Jesus, you see that overcoming was his character. Entonces cuando estudiamos la vida de Jesús, podemos ver que ser un vencedor es parte de su carácter. And so again, if God is transforming us into the image of Christ, and Christ was an overcomer, then what is he transforming us into? 
De nuevo, si Dios nos está cambiando a la semejanza de la imagen de Cristo y que Cristo es un vencedor, eso es lo que Dios quiere para nosotros también. And so again, as God's people, He's not only calling us, but He's transforming us to be people of character, people who rise above challenges and difficulties. Y de nuevo, Dios nos está transformando para ser un pueblo con carácter y personas que vencen los retos y las tentaciones. And so if you are in Christ today, y si estás en Cristo hoy, then you are and should be a person that's becoming a man or woman of character. Y eres y deberías ser un hombre o una mujer con carácter. A person who overcomes like Jesus Christ. Una persona que sobrevence así como Jesús. So in Christ, we too will overcome traps and temptations in our lives. So in Cristo igual nosotros vamos a vencer trampas y tentaciones en nuestras vidas. In Christ, we too can overcome demonic forces and haters. En nuestras vidas, en Cristo también nosotros podemos sobresalir sobre el odio y las fuerzas diamónicas. And again, in Christ, we can overcome our flesh when it wants to give in and it wants to quit. Igual en Cristo podemos vencer las tentaciones que tenemos en nuestra propia vida. So then the question is, how does this take place? Entonces la pregunta es, ¿cómo funciona esto? It's a process. The day we get baptized, we don't automatically get transformed into the likeness of Christ, although we are forgiven of our sins. Es un proceso. En nuestro bautizo, eh, iniciamos ese proceso. There's a process. Pero hay un proceso. And so how do we become overcomers? ¿Cómo nos podemos ser personas que somos vencedores también? There's many ways, but we're going to look at this idea that we become overcomers through suffering. Hay varias maneras, pero nos vamos a enfocar en este punto que somos vencedores en medio del sufrimiento. Let's look at Christ for a quick second. Vamos a ver el ejemplo de Jesús. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 10. It says in bringing many sons and daughters to glory, it was fitting that God for whom and through whom everything exists should make the pioneer of their salvation perfect through what What, what, through what he suffered. En Hebreos 2.10 dice, en efecto, a fin de llevar a muchos hijos a la gloria, convenía que Dios, para quien y por medio de quien todo existe, oh, oh, sorry about that, yeah. perfeccionara mediante el sufrimiento al autor del salvación de ellos. Hebrews chapter 5. It reads, during the days of Jesus' life on earth, he offered up prayers and petition with fervent cries and tears to the one who could save him from death, and he was heard because of his reverent submission. Son though he was, he learned obedience from what he suffered. And once made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him. En Hebreos 5 continúa ese tema de Jesús que sufre y mediante de ese sufrimiento Él nos puede perfeccionar. It says that suffering enabled Jesus to be perfect. Dice que el sufrimiento fue lo que formó, lo formó, formó su perfección. The New Testament which we're reading now was originally written in, in Greek. El Nuevo Testamento que estamos leyendo actualmente originalmente fue escrito en griego. And so this Greek word that is translated here to be perfect y esta palabra en griego que se, se traduce a perfección means to be complete. Significa ser completo. To make perfect when something is complete. 
a ser perfecto cuando alguien está completo. So you know how it is like when you, you're working on something or maybe you're cooking something and you're like, man, it's complete, it's perfect now. Así cuando estamos cocinando algo ya que cuando completas lo que estás cocinando dices ahora está perfecto. That's the, the, the idea of this word. Esa es la, la, la idea de esta palabra. So again, Jesus' suffering made him perfect, made him complete to be an example on how to overcome trials and temptations. Y de nuevo, el sufrimiento de Jesús lo hizo perfecto para, para sobresalir las tentaciones. But it made him perfect and complete to be the source of salvation through his sacrifice. Igual lo hizo perfecto y completo para ser la, la, el, el recurso al que nos salva. And so if Jesus became an overcomer through suffering, What does that mean for you and me? Y si Jesús sobre fueron más que un vencedor a través del sufrimiento, ¿qué significa eso para ustedes y para nosotros? Now it's important here that we mention there's a couple types of suffering and some sources for suffering. Ahora es importante hacer un, un punto aquí que hay diferentes maneras que sufrimos. There's suffering because of sin that you commit, and so therefore there's consequences. Hay sufrimiento que sufrimos por las decisiones de nuestro pecado y por consecuencia. And so you make a bad choice, you suffer the consequence, you know, that, that, that's, that, that comes from you. you. Would you agree with that? Hacemos malas decisiones, hay consecuencias y sufrimos. Ese sufrimiento viene de nosotros mismos. So like I've had to suffer a number of times in my 17 years with Karina. Yo he sufrido muchas veces de mis 17 años con Karina. Because I've made some poor choices and I've had to suffer the wrath of Karina. Porque yo he hecho malas decisiones y me ha regañado Karina. She is, you know, she's quiet with y'all, but boy, at home, she can be a fiery Latina. You know what I'm saying? Aquí se ve calladita, pero en la casa But it's not her fault, it's my fault, okay? Okay. I missed that one. It's all good. It's all good. They don't need to hear that part. All right, here we go. Karina told me not to say it. She told you not to say it. There you go. We also will suffer because of others' sin against us. En veces sufrimos por el pecado de otras personas en contra de nosotros. So someone might sin against you, commit a wrong, and therefore yell, you have to suffer some consequences. Alguien peca en contra de nosotros, nos lastima y sufrimos por sus intenciones. Also in 17 years, I've had some suffering because I've been married to Karina. También en 17 años he sufrido en mi relación con Karina. She's also, wait, let me stop before I suffer for my own sin. You know what I'm saying? Déjame, mejor me detengo ahí, si no voy a seguir sufriendo si digo algo malo. But there's also suffering because it's God's will. Pero en veces también hay otro tipo de sufrimiento, la voluntad de Dios. This blew me away the first time I read it many years ago. Esto me impactó muchísimo la primera vez que lo leí. 1 Peter 3, verse 17. In 1 Peter, Peter is sending a letter, and most of the letter deals with how to, to, to endure the suffering and, and trials that the church was facing. Esa carta habla mucho de cómo eh, resistir y vivir en estos tipos de sufrimiento por nuestra vida como cristianos. 1 Peter 3, 17, he says, For it is better if it is God's will to suffer for doing good than for doing evil. Dice, si es la voluntad de Dios, es preferible sufrir por hacer el bien que por hacer el mal. 1 Peter 4, verse 19, says, So then those who suffer according to God's will should commit themselves to their faithful creator and continue to do good. Así pues, los que sufren según la voluntad de Dios, entreguense a su fiel creador y sigan practicando el bien. You, you, you caught that, right? Si ven eso? It says to suffer 
according to God's will. Y se sufrir de acuerdo a la voluntad de Dios. Now this suffering is obviously a lot different than the sins I commit so therefore I suffer or somebody doing something against me and therefore I suffer. Este sufrimiento es muy diferente a mis decisiones o las decisiones de otros en contra de mí. You see, suffering that God wills is different. La voluntad del sufrimiento de Dios es diferente. It's designed to produce something good. Está diseñado para producir algo bueno. Several years ago, I... Um, I, I took on the challenge of doing those uh, insanity video workouts. You guys familiar with those? Hace unos años, tuve la decisión de hacer unos ejercicios intensos. And so, man, it was crazy. Estaba de locura. It really was insanity. And so I remember the first time I went and started the workout. The first 15 minutes, we're going, I'm sweating, and I'm like, man, this is hard. Recuerdo los primeros 15 minutos de estos ejercicios de intensidad que sentía esto es muy difícil. And the guy says, and that was a warm up. Y el del video dice, esto solamente es el calentamiento. I said, man, I ain't got nothing left in me. Dice, ya no tengo nada, ya me cansé. And it was 30 plus more minutes of more intense workouts. Y continuó 30 minutos más de ese ejercicio intenso. The warm up was nothing in compared to the rest of the workouts. El calentamiento no era nada en comparación al todo el ejercicio. I understood why he called it insanity. Le entendí por qué le llaman uh, insanity. And so I would do these workouts and it was so difficult. And I would wonder like, man, what is wrong with this guy? He's just creating stuff. Like the stuff we were doing was so weird and abstract. You know what I'm saying? I was like, he's just making up stuff just so that we can be tired and, 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 and feel like we're exercising. Y me sentía frustrado con esta persona que creó todos estos ejercicios que simplemente pensaba, es locura, solo está inventando para hacernos sufrir. But then I started looking in the mirror some. Pero después empecé a ver los resultados. And your boy was starting to feel a little good. Y ya me estaba sintiendo mejor. Because I was starting to see something come into the right shape and form. Ya estaba viendo resultados en mi cuerpo. And it dawned on me. Y se me di cuenta. Oh, he knows what he's doing. Oh, sí sabe lo que está haciendo. And so what he was doing and what he's doing everybody is that he was helping shape us physically. Y lo que estaba haciendo estaba ayudándonos a formarnos físicamente. And you see, God's will when we suffer is to shape us spiritually. Pero la voluntad de Dios es formarnos espiritualmente. During those workouts, I was suffering. Durante esos ejercicios, yo sufría. But it was building something in and on me. Pero estaba formando algo en mí y en mí. And so when God has us suffering, it's because he's building, shaping, and forming us back into what? Into Christ's image. Cuando Dios nos pone a través de sufrimientos, es porque él nos está formando para regresar a qué? A nuestra imagen en Cristo. One thing that's so important that you and I must understand in order to stay faithful for the rest of our lives. Una cosa que es muy importante que tenemos que entender para estar fieles el resto de nuestras vidas. God's, one of God's primary purposes in this world is not to make us so much happy, but to make us holy. Uno de los propósitos de Dios es no necesariamente crearnos para ser felices, pero crearnos para ser santos. God wants to make you and me reflect his image and likeness. La voluntad de Dios es para que todos nosotros seamos la imagen de Cristo. And when we have holiness and godliness, that does lead to happiness. Y cuando tenemos eh, santidad y fe, sí nos lleva a ver a ser la imagen de Cristo. 
But we must understand that some suffering is part of God's plan to produce Christian character. Pero tenemos que entender que cierto sufrimiento es parte del plan de Dios para producir un carácter cristiano. You see, God has certain things He desires to accomplish in us. Hay ciertas cosas que Dios desea moldar en nosotros. But these things can only be accomplished through suffering. Pero hay ciertas cosas que solo se cumplen en nuestras vidas a través del sufrimiento. But after that suffering, there's a great result. Pero después del sufrimiento hay grandes resultados. In fact, can I show you a picture of, of me actually foto? after uh, insanity? Les voy a enseñar una foto de cómo me vi yo después de los ejercicios. I'm glad you're fired up. Here it is. Wakanda forever. That's a real picture right there. It's not. It's not a photo verdadera. That's what insanity produced in me. Ese fue el producto, el producto de el resultado de los ejercicios. Y'all laughing like that couldn't be me or so. Se ríen como que si no puedo ser yo. I know I need to get back on my insanity and I will. Amen. Tengo que regresar a esos ejercicios. But let's go on. So we know, number one, God wants to help us become overcomers. Part of that is through suffering. What's our part in this process? Because there's always a God portion and our portion. So entendemos que una parte es la voluntad de Dios, que Él quiere perfeccionarnos a través del sufrimiento. Esa es la parte de Dios. Pero también, ¿cuál es nuestra respuesta? And that's perspective and perseverance. Y esa, esa, esa parte de nosotros es tener perspectiva y perseverancia. I want us to look at Peter real quickly. You see, Peter has all this stuff that is good about suffering, but he wasn't always having that perspective before in his faith. Vamos a ver un poco de la Pedro. Pedro escribió esa, esa carta que hemos leído de las perspectivas del sufrimiento, pero en su vida él también sufrió. So write this down. Matthew chapter 16, verse 21. En Mateo 16, 21. From that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders, the chief priests and the teachers of the law, and that he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Jesús les dice, le comienza a decir a sus discípulos que va a comenzar un camino donde va a incluir grandes sufrimientos. Peter hears this, and just like you and me, this doesn't excite him, this confuses him, and this, this, this irks him. Y cuando Jesús declara que va a haber sufrimiento, Pedro no reacciona de una manera espiritual. Here's what happens. Verse 22. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Never, Lord, he said. This shall never happen to you. Jesus turned and said to Peter, get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. Pero lo llevó aparte y comenzó a reprender a Jesús. De ninguna manera, Señor, esto no le sucederá jamás. Jesús volvió y le dijo a Pedro, aléjate de mí, Satanás. Quieres hacerme tropezar. No piensas en las cosas de Dios, sino en las cosas de los hombres. Peter, he's thinking like any one of us would. Pedro está pensando quizás como nosotros pensamos. Lord Jesus, I don't want you to suffer. Jesús, no quiero que tú sufras. That can't be a part of God's plan. Eso no puede ser la parte del de plan de Dios. But Jesus tells them, no, this is God's plan. Pero Jesús le dice, sí, este sí es parte del plan de Dios. Because it will lead to something glorious. Porque va a liderarnos a algo glorioso. And so Peter's mindset changes. He gets the idea, he gets the, the, this concept that his perspective toward suffering must alter. 
Entonces, Pedro se siente retado que su perspectiva sobre el sufrimiento tiene que cambiar. And these are just a couple of scriptures that see that transformation take place. Y años después vemos en la carta de Pedro la transformación que ha ocurrido en su vida. God tells us over and over again to have a different perspective when it comes to suffering. Continuamente Dios nos dice que tengamos una perspectiva diferente al pensar sobre el sufrimiento. Look at James chapter 1 says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete. Again, what's that word complete? Perfection. So that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Santiago 1 dice, Hermanos míos, considérense muy dichosos cuando tengan que enfrentarse con diversas pruebas, pues ya saben que la prueba de su fe produce constancia, la constancia debe llevar al feliz término la obra para que sean perfectos, ahí está esa palabra otra vez, e íntegros sin que les falte nada. Romans chapter 5, in verse 3, it's talking about suffering, it says suffering leads to perfect perseverance, perseverance to character, and then character leads to hope. En Romanos 5 habla que el sufrimiento produce perseverancia y la perseverancia uh, uh, fortalece nuestro carácter y el carácter nos lleva a la esperanza. No sé para ti, pero, pero para mí esto es un reto. It's hard, right? I mean, it's, it, it's really counterintuitive. It, 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 it's, it's almost an oxymoron for us to have this perspective when it comes to suffering in our life, isn't it? Es tan difícil tratar de entender esta lógica que el sufrimiento es bueno para nuestras vidas. I can get this mentally. Mentalmente puedo entenderlo. I can teach this. Lo puedo enseñar. But many times when I'm in the thick of it, pero cuando estoy en medio del sufrimiento, that's when I struggle to truly abide in it. Ahí es cuando lucho para confiar en lo que Dios está haciendo. And I can say, Lord, I know that's right, but please, can you take away this suffering? Pero mentalmente puedo entender que es la voluntad de Dios, pero le voy a pedir que me la quite. But again, God's calling me to what? Have a different perspective. Pero Dios about nos it. está llamando para qué? Para tener una perspectiva diferente. He's telling me to see it how He sees it. Nos está pidiendo que lo veamos como Él lo ve. And this is why it's so important that I have the scriptures and I have you, my brothers and sisters, in my life to remind me of this. Eso es importante para que yo tenga esas escrituras y tener ustedes, hermanos, hermanas, en mi vida para que me recuerden de esta verdad. And see, when we have the right perspective, then that leads to perseverance. Entonces, cuando tenemos una perspectiva correcta, podemos perseverar. Let's go back to 1 Peter 4:19. Vamos a regresar a 1 Pedro 4:19. So then, those who suffer according to God's will should commit themselves to their faithful Creator and continue to do good. Así pues, los que sufren según la voluntad de Dios, entreguense a su fiel Creador y sigan practicando el bien. This is a call to what? Perseverance. Este es un llamado a qué? A perseverar. And if we're honest, this is where many of us lack. Y si somos honestos, aquí quizás es la debilidad de la mayoría de la gente. We don't have that perspective, so therefore we won't push through when things get challenging or difficult. En veces no tenemos esa perspectiva y nos rendimos cuando las cosas se ponen difíciles. So what's the result? ¿Cuál es el resultado? We end up lacking character and, and stunting our progress of becoming like Christ. 
nos lastima nuestro carácter y no se forma el carácter de Cristo en nosotros. So again, that process of becoming like Christ, we actually, we actually put a hindrance and a hurdle of it because we don't necessarily push through when it's those hard times. Y ese proceso de nuestra formación a la semejanza de Dios, en veces impedimos que Dios uh, continúe su plan porque no aceptamos este tipo de sufrimiento. Brothers and sisters, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, He pushed through during the temptations and the trials. Hermanos, and so hermanos, therefore our call is to push through as well. Hermanos hermanas, Jesús nos da el ejemplo de su perseverancia a través de este sufrimiento, igual nosotros tenemos que hacer lo mismo. And the spirit of God enables every single child of God to push through. El espíritu de Dios nos da el poder para poder perseverar a todos nosotros. And so what we need to do is Fight tooth and nail to continue to do good. Y nosotros tenemos que hacer todo el esfuerzo de seguir luchando para hacer el bien. Because after suffering comes glory. Porque después del sufrimiento viene la gloria. And look what it says in Romans 8:17. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in His sufferings, in order that we may also share in His glory. En Romanos 8, y si somos hijos, somos herederos, herederos de Dios y coherederos con Cristo. Pues si ahora sufrimos con él, también tendremos parte con él en su gloria. You see, Jesus suffered, and then it was glory. And so in our lives, when we suffer, then it will be God's glory as well. Jesús sufrió, y después había gloria. Y si nosotros sufrimos, también vamos a participar en esa gloria. After the suffering comes glory. Después del sufrimiento, viene la gloria. After the suffering comes glory. Después del sufrimiento, viene la gloria. After the suffering comes glory. Después del sufrimiento viene la gloria. Tell the person to your right, English or Spanish, after the suffering comes glory. Dile a alguien a tu vecino en inglés o español, después del sufrimiento viene la gloria. Say it in your language, okay? Say it in your language. Díganlo en su lenguaje. But brothers and sisters, I want you to, uh, this is so important, brothers and sisters. I'm telling you right now, this is so important. Esto es tan importante, hermanos y hermanas. That we believe this. Que creemos esto. That we live in this truth. Que vivimos en esta verdad. After the suffering comes glory. Después del sufrimiento viene la gloria. After the suffering comes glory. Después del sufrimiento viene la gloria. The glory doesn't come before the suffering. La gloria no viene antes del sufrimiento. And it's not glorious if there is no suffering. Y no hay gloria si no hay sufrimiento. And so this calls for us to have character to push through to make sure we see God's glory in our lives. Y esto nos llama a tener carácter y a perseverar para ver la gloria de Dios en nuestras vidas. After, after the suffering comes, después del sufrimiento viene la gloria. Brothers and sisters, God is molding us into the likeness of Christ. Hermanos, hermanas, Dios nos está moldando a la semejanza de Cristo. The most inspiring individual who's ever walked this earth. La persona que nos ha inspirado más ha sido Jesús. And he's creating us and transforming us to be like him. Y él nos está creando y transformando para ser como él. But it's going to come through suffering. Pero va a venir a través del sufrimiento. And it's going to call for us to have a perspective and have some perseverance. Nos va a llamar a tener perspectiva y perseverancia. 
Let's take communion. Vamos a tomar comunión. This is the time we remember Jesus' sacrifice on the cross. The emblems represent his blood and his body that was broken and spilled for us. Es el tiempo que recordamos a Jesús que lo que vamos a tomar representa su muerte y resurrección. Christ, I mean the cross of Christ is the ultimate example of overcoming. La cruz es el ejemplo ejemplar de eh, vencer el mal. Hebrews 2 verse 9 says, But we do see Jesus, who was made lower than the angels for a little while, now crowned with glory and honor because he suffered death, so that by the grace of God he might taste death for everyone. En Hebreos 2.9 dice, Sin embargo, vemos a Jesús, que fue hecho un poco inferior a los ángeles, coronado de gloria y honra por haber padecido la muerte. Así por la gracia de Dios, la muerte que Él sufrió resulta en beneficio de todos. In bringing many sons and daughters to glory, it was fitting that God, for whom and through whom everything exists, should make the pioneer of their salvation perfect through what He suffered. En efecto, a fin de llevar a muchos hijos a la gloria, convenía que Dios, para quien y por medio de quien todo existe, perfeccionara mediante el sufrimiento al autor de salvación de ellos. But the one, both the one who makes people holy and those who are made holy are of the same family. So Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers and sisters. Tanto el que santifica como los que son santificados tienen un mismo origen, por lo cual Jesús no se avergüenza de llamarlos hermanos. Let's pray. Oremos. Father in heaven, we thank you so much again for Christ being the ultimate example. God, when we look at Jesus, we're, we're in awe. We're in awe that he persevered. God, that he overcame the flesh. God, so many times we give in. God, we thank you so much for the Garden of Gethsemane where Jesus wrestled in his flesh. He, he was tempted and he was, he was wanting and desiring to do what, was, what he felt in his flesh, but yet he overcame that. And God, because of that suffering, not only in that moment, but a life in which he suffered, God, we're so grateful that his glory came after. God, that he was able to rise from the, from the grave. And therefore, God, we are able to die to our sins and rise spiritually from the grave. And God, we look forward to the glory that we have now, but we look forward to your glory in all of eternity. And we know that's all through Jesus. And God, may we follow his example. God, may we wrestle in our gardens of Gethsemane. May we hold on to the brothers and sisters and to the scriptures. And God, may you shape us into your character and your likeness. And God, may we see your glory. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for being faithful to us. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for salvation in and through him. We pray. Dios, te damos gracias. Que nos invitas a participar igualmente en tus sufrimientos. Gracias que podemos entender que hay una diferencia de cómo sufrimos. Tenemos las heridas de sufrir por nuestras decisiones y las decisiones de otros. Pero el sufrimiento de tu voluntad es cuando practicamos el bien. Ayúdenos a no rendirnos, a ser más que vencedores, a participar en tu vida para que sigas formando en nosotros 
el origen del qué, por qué nos has diseñado, por qué nos has llamado. Te damos gracias por tu ejemplo de sufrimiento y tu invitación a eso e igual que a la gloria. Te damos gracias en nombre de Jesús. Amén.